So far, weed scientists estimate that the total amount of United States farmland affected by Roundup-resistant weeds is relatively small, 7 million to 10 million acres, according to Ian Heap, director of the International Survey of Herbicide-Resistant Weeds, which is financed by the agricultural chemical industry. So it could be more. I mean, are we going to believe their statistics? They're the one that told us that this was the savior. Everything was going to be cool. There, um, there are roughly 170 million acres planted with corn, soybeans, and cotton, the crops most affected. Roundup-resistant weeds are also found in several other countries, including Australia, China, and Brazil, according to the survey. Monsanto, which once argued that resistance would not become a major problem, now cautions against exaggerating its impact. It's a serious issue, but it's manageable. Sounds like BP talking about the oil spill, said Rick Cole, who manages weed-resistant issues in the United States for the company. No, he does weed spin. He's the weed spin doctor. Of course, Monsanto stands to lose a lot of business if farmers use less Roundup and Roundup-ready seeds. You're having to add another product with a Roundup to kill your weeds, said Steve Doster, a corn and soybean farmer in Barnum, Iowa. So... Then, why are we buying Roundup-ready product? Now, that's a good question, Steve. Monsanto argues that Roundup still controls hundreds of weeds, but the company is concerned enough about the problem that it is taking the extraordinary step of subsidizing cotton farmers' purchases of competing herbicides to supplement Roundup. These people are totally fatutsed. They are paying farmers to buy their competitors' herbicides because their frankenfood doesn't work. Oi, oi, oi! Monsanto and other agricultural biotech companies are also developing genetically engineered crops resistant to other herbicides, and on and on and on. Bayer, those are the people that started with aspirin and now are giving us other headaches, is already selling cotton and soybeans resistant to glufosinate, another weed killer. Monsanto's newest corn is tolerant of both glyphosate and glufosinate, and other things that I find difficult to pronounce. And the company is developing crops resistant to dicamba, an older pesticide. Who makes up these names? Who are the bozos that sit around some table in New Jersey, or is it Delaware, making up these names? Dicamba, sounds good to me. Put it on the ground, see what it does. Syngenta, here's another one, is developing soybeans tolerant of Callistro. Callistro sounds like one of those bad emperors in Rome. And Dow Chemical is developing corn and soybeans resistant to 2,4-D, a component of Agent Orange, the defoliant used in the Vietnam War. Baby, focus, 
extraordinary man The bishops did their back again Veterans of technology they love Make it orange Love Make it orange Junk food, plastic, crabs and crash Buried under your house for cash Well, Peter, I'm uh, reading uh, this week, I'm reading some unwanted poems. That's what I call this little pamphlet of poems that I wrote when we were on the road back in 1993. But, hey, things never change. Well, it's a good way to end the show. You give, give us another of those poems. Okay. What a show. It's all smoke and mirrors. 38-year-old union pipe fitter. And the prisons, they're filling them up with two-bit druggies while the kingpins walk. The problem is, we got $5 an hour jobs in a world where it takes $10 an hour to live. We've got a serious problem, 38-year-old postal worker, and I don't think midnight basketball is going to cure it. I'm sick of the whole system. Mr. Dinsmore, 64, whose job involves dismantling machines in a shuttered General Motors plant and framing a mass. 
I'm 75 years old, and I don't deserve another heart. Retired foreman at a tractor factory. I've lived my life. Everybody thinks they ought to live forever, and they can't. Spending all this money on old people like me, it's going to bankrupt the country. Oh, yeah. You've had Oz in your ears. <laughs> we got John Cummings making the ones and zeros work for us. Phil Fountain, head of the Oz Design Group, making RadioFreeOz.com look so chic. Scott Wilde. Head of social media, Tom Gedwillow, our webmaster, Dave Maloney, audio engineer genius, Bill McIntyre, our producer, Dave Osman, co-host, and I'm your host, Peter Bergman. Hey, see you tomorrow. See you then. <laughs>